Mountain. Yeah! Thank you for joining us, folks. This is two lonely boys in a canoe. Here's Gravel Shits. A.K.A. Captain America. Chris Evans, if you haven't figured Chris it out Evans. by yet. Also, he's secretly... And there's this other asshole. This guy here. What's his name? I don't know his name. What's Mr. your name? Mr. Fucking Disappointment. Mr. Motherfucking Disappointment. Nah, that was my A.K.A. Last Trevor Alstrom, folks. Or Gorgeous George. Nope, nope, nope. Mr. Fucking Disappointment. That was at Lands. That's what the boss would call me. He's like, Trevor, you're out working everybody, but you talk to girls, and it's going to get you in trouble. And guess what happened? You, you got, got in trouble. trouble. <laughs> Girl, he called that shit. Hey, he saw it coming from a He's, mile he away. He did. He's like, Trevor, you're a badass, but you got trouble with women. I'm like, ah, what else? You don't know else? shit, boss. I'm going to get some pussy, and I'm going to outwork all these guys. And you're that's fired. what I did. You're right. I did both those things. <laughs> got pussy, and I work everywhere. Exactly what Yeah, happened. but then you got fired. <laughs> but I have a better job now. So, so, I have a better job now, so it worked out. Thanks for joining us, folks. We're coming at you live on a Thursday. It's about 7.30-ish. The sun's sun. getting ready to go down. It's a little cloudy out, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Nice uh, midday. Or not midday. What is evening it? Evening dusk. Evening disc. Yeah, evening, evening dusk. Dusk. The dusks. The dusker bunnies. The dusker bunnies. What are you looking for? My phone because we're going to go for you. Trevor's looking for his phone, folks. I found it. He's not prepared. Talks all this shit about coming prepared, and now he now here he is sorry, unprepared. I'm, sorry, I'm slacking as a Boy Scout over here, bud. Yeah, sorry. where is your fucking survival knife? <laughs> it's on my pants. See, it's already. Yep. See, you got a problem. I got one right in my back pocket. Survival knife. <laughs> Good for you, bud. Yes, I'm ready to survive with my no shoot, no shirt, no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be out there, West Shroud, Survivor Man. Limited cigarettes. Uh, you imagine? Oh, wait. This is how we're going to gather fresh water is that Newport pack right there. You're just hauling uh, just a tiny Newport amount of fresh water like 200 feet at this dangerous-ass cliff. I would be so down for a survival-type uh, expedition trip until I ran out of cigarettes. I would be so fucking down for That's it. That's when you're the bitchy black woman. Where no, you're like, not even a bitchy black woman. I'm just fucking pissed. I'm just mad at the world. You're like, Chris, but there's... there's I don't right. give a fuck. Chris, this sucks. I'll be, I'll be like pissed off at the everything. I'll be like, this like, air sucks. Like, Chris, there's blackberries, bud. Well, that's fine, but it just ripped my arm. Ah, How do we smoke them? them? <laughs> I'll uh, be like, give me some tobacco. We'll cut them in tiny pieces, Chris. I would try to fashion some things into smokables. I would start thinking about stuff I could smoke. That's a good topic. I actually, when I was in the wilderness Gathering for a while... shit for a smoking forging. When I actually, when I was in the wilderness for a while, we couldn't smoke weed. I actually smoked lupin, which worked. You take the leaves, and you cut it up, and you smoke them. And uh, we literally... When we were out there, I found a fucking can, and I fashioned a pipe out of the can. What is it called? Uh, lupin. lupin. Lupin has purple flowers. It was uh, used by indigenous tribes in Northern California. It was used for like stomach aches and other issues. And they would smoke it for their own type of therapy. And when you smoke it, you actually do get high and it's similar to weed. But Weird. It, 
similar like chemical I, reaction. Yeah, I remember smoking, and this boss was like, "Trevor, you smoking weed?" And I showed him when I was smoking, but it just made me looping made me loopy a little bit. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah! But yeah. What we don't know is that you were slowly poisoning yourself. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, I lived another eight years afterwards, so... It was weird, man. I remember going to this dude's house when I was back in Florida. I was hanging out with all these little drug kids and the drug dealers. And and it was fucked up because the parents were buying drugs from the kids. And the kids were supplying the parents' fucking addiction. But um, we went over to this one dude's house, his uncle. And he had made some tea from Cuba. It's like rat poison tea or some shit. Oh, There's like God. a plant that uh, if you cut it up and you boil it and you make it into a tea, basically, it is like a hallucinogen. But I took like two sips of that shit and I didn't feel anything. I got home. I drove home. Um, and when I got home and went to bed, it felt like I kept waking up in my dream. Damn. Like, instantly, I, I felt like the world slowed down to, like, microseconds. And I felt like I woke up, and it felt like I started to get out of bed. And it felt like just everything in the world was slowed down really hard. But, uh, yeah, no, eventually I did actually wake up and uh, realize I was just hallucinating. And it was pretty it was pretty nuts. That's crazy. So, don't go eating rat poison, folks. Yeah, no, don't eat rat poison. I know people around the world have different ways of uh, getting fucked getting up. Getting fucked up, like, and uh, one of the scariest drugs I've ever heard of is crocodile in Russia, where they take degraded uh, petroleum, and then they also use uh, and they use visine as a to activate it, and it literally will rot your flesh off, your flesh off in Whoa. 24 hours. It's considered one of the most dangerous forms of drugs, and it's a hard street drug. Wow. And yeah, it's like, imagine heroin, but used with a petroleum base, and you use Visine to activate it, and it literally, I've seen videos and documentaries on Vice too, it makes people's flesh drop off. And if they don't die, they literally have a piece of their body that can fall off. It's called a zombie drug. It's a real thing. Crocodile with a K. Shit is terrifying. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, that's the scary, I've seen some different street drugs but that is one of the scary has to be one of the scariest drugs and it's been in Russia and I'm sure with the war especially in Ukraine and everything else where it's a poor man's drug people are in a sort of dystopian sort of reality right now yeah yeah I bet you there's a, a guy or two somewhere on the Russian Ukrainian border probably doing that shit right there, now there was a girl on uh, intervention that was pretty crazy she was doing uh, a computer duster and dude, yep. she was doing like cans of that shit. She walking had, on sunshine. Yeah, no, she had this whole uh, thing where she was out in front of an Office Depot or uh, Office Max or some shit, and she went in there to buy a bunch of duster, uh-huh. and she just went into her car afterwards and just started huffing it. Right in the parking lot. Yeah, and and she's sitting there talking to the guy on, that's videotaping her, and she goes, "It feels like I'm walking on sunshine." Like, she's just so gone, man. Uh, I think in the end, she ended up getting clean, which is the good side of it. But I don't know. That show, Intervention, that's a pretty fucking crazy seen, show. I've you see all that. the fucking crazy drug addicts doing that shit. That's pretty crazy. Come and sit down, man. Yeah. Trevor's trying to walk around for some reason, folks. I don't understand him. 
Because uh, Dr. Fauci told me to do it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So how was your day, Chris? Do a real quick catching up on the day. It's all right. Sometimes negative people try to be negative. But you got to stay positive, man. Don't let negative people bring you down with their bullshit. Long story short. There but, uh, yeah, no, an okay day. So you got home, you survived from work. I survived the trip home. Day what about you? Store. It was good. It was actually last... Yesterday was a really rough day because the air compressor went down and I saw old rednecks running around like chickens with their heads cut off for four to five hours until they got it fixed and I... I would, it's hard to work without compressors, especially, especially in a factory. It was a metal shop, not a factory. So, but it's a metal shop and a lot of the tools run on pneumatic pressure. Yeah. yeah. So, air pressure. So the main one was down, so we had to use a backup one and I had to help this electrician set it up and I had to move a bunch of shit so today it was a lot smoother nice yeah that's good alright man so what's on the old agenda for today sir we got an album we have a uh, team album review because we both heard it yeah. the Black Dolly murder and then we also have a team movie review Swiss Army Man um we got current events okay and we'll briefly talk about the Rhododendron Festival. Ooh, I got one. I got a current event that'll fuck you up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really, this is really save good, it. by the way. Yeah, I rolled a blunt. Good job. Blunt's awesome. Very smooth. So, yeah, what do you what do you got here for the Black Dahlia Murders, Trevor? Yeah, Black Dahlia Murder is a deathcore band. And it's where they make... Hardcore of death metal. So you have bands like Black Dahlia Murders, obviously one of the big ones. Suicide Silence, Whitechapel. Yeah. All big name bands that have played at big stages and have creeped over. And I, you'll see if you're if you're around enough younger people, like you'll see it. Nice. But anyways, so yeah, Black Dahlia Murders the band. We both listen to it. We both like them. And then the album is Nocturnal. Now I'll play you a minute. Uh, their stuff. Yeah, one of the things I did like about it was uh, the screamo was pretty awesome. Yeah. The lead singer is pretty great. And oh, I think, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Just, he just passed away too, unfortunately. Rest yeah, R.I.P. Trevor, but different Trevor. This is called Warborn. The Nocturnal album is the last track of their album. It's called yeah. it's called uh, Warborn. 
Yeah, the whole album is just a good, solid album with a lot of death metal riffs with some screamo, and then it'll do some really How nice... How many platinum records, Trevor? One out of ten. I would give it like a solid eight or nine, honestly. It was good. I'd give it like a nice seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Seven or eight platinum albums. Yeah, no, it was good. They're a really good band. I'm glad, and like, there are certain metal bands that are huge, like Five Finger Dick, Dick Punch. I mean, Five Finger Death Punch. I'm sorry. Nope, they're rechanging. They're changing their name. Dick folks. Punch. I hate. You heard it here first. I Five ha- Finger Dick yes. Punch. I hate that band, and that's a band that is big, but I don't understand why. Where there's certain bands that are big, I understand. <laughs> like Slipknot, for our generation, Slipknot <laughs> killed it. So I think that. I just wanted to say Dolly one thing about Black. It. I just wanted to say one thing about the Black Dahlia Murders. Go on. And Nocturnal. Go on. Um, the lead singer was great. You know, R.I.P. for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and and he did a lot of uh, transitional screaming. That sometimes when you have uh, a lot of screaming in a in a song or in a in a specific album, um, it can suffer one way or the other. Yeah, it'll it'll either get like too choppy and too un. un- Understand, not yeah. understandable, or it'll become uh, really high pitched and kind of whiny it's, sometimes. It's, it's like finding yeah. that middle ground between the growl and the high pitched scream, and you it's know, tricky really doing the the whole like going between. There's a lot of groups that have two singers usually because one will do a, a deeper growl and then one will do a uh, a higher scream, you know. Um, but there are some people that do great transitions behind it, and this this singer, yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, Five Finger Dick Punch. Um, their one song that I really did love when they first came out, and it was their first hit, was uh, The Bleeding. That one was okay. Um, after that, they just started to try to find their niche uh, doing, like, supporting troops uh, songs. Like, kind of Bad just, Company. The whole video is them, like, on a troop tour or something. They were kind of following the footsteps of, like, what Godsmack did, but... I actually like Godsmack a lot more than them, but ah, uh, you know, I don't really like Godsmack too much. But I think I would I'd probably rather listen rather... to them. I would rather listen to them as like Godsmack or Five Finger Dick. I mean, Death Dick Punch. Punch. <laughs> I would pick Godsmack every single time. I think the problem with Five Finger Dick Punch is that the main dude, I forget his name, uh, it's like Lars or some shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't know the lead singer's name. They're but... European. They're a European band. But he uh, he gets wasted all the time, man. There's a lot of, like, uh, stories of him on the road where he's just not able to perform or he's on, on the stage just fucked up. And I think that that was something that Corey Taylor figured out, like, early on in his career. Because um, I think the first few years, Slipknot, all their shows, they were just wasted. And they had a lot of, like, infighting and fucking uh, problems between each other. But once they all got sober, most of them, you know what I mean? It started to bring a better dynamic to the group. Looking through the glass. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no. um, Black Dahlia Murders is awesome. Five Finger Death Punch has some cool videos. But. But their music isn't great. Black Dahlia Murder, great band. That's who we're, we're talking about. And there you go. Check them out. They're good band. Also, check out corn. And I'm not talking about your local grocery store. I'm talking corn with a K. Or, or the guy that lives, that has, a, that has a farm where he's grown corn, but you should go visit the guy anyway. Don't fuck his daughter or do. But yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> What's up, sweet dent corn? What's up, sweetness? That's what I call corn. Yeah. So there's our album review, and uh, next time we'll have a completely different genre. I promise. I'll be right back. All right. So I'll uh, I'll keep rolling the the shit the shit mobile, I guess. All right. So I hope everyone's doing good, and uh, we're now gonna talk about life, I guess, for a moment. Damn, Trevor. Come on, man. Keep the people entertained. I got it. I got it. All right. Oscar Octavian, the orange ostentatious ostrich, was ostracized in the Ottoman Orchestra. There's one I made up a while ago. Tongue twister. But anyways, uh... It's okay, folks. He's special needs. I'm retarded? No. No, you're not retarded. You're special. You're special, too, bud. You're special. Hey... You're so bright that your daddy used to call you son. Aww. Aww. That's a real moment there, folks. Coming at you live. <laughs> hey, you're so hot that you might as well be walking on the sun. <laughs> no shout out to Smash Mouth, man. What the fuck happened to those they guys? They had a brief period of okayness, of goodness. Like, late 90s, early 2000s, a brief period. And then... They came out with All Star, and they came out with Walking Walking on the Sun, sun, and maybe a a couple couple other other songs. That's it. And nobody knows anything but All Star, pretty much. Or Walking on the Sun. Maybe. Those two. Maybe. Those two. But yeah, no. It's crazy, man. Smash Mouth. And then they go on this whole rant about, fuck COVID. They were at Sturgis. Were they? Yeah, they were at Sturgis last year, (laughs) and they were all like... Fuck COVID, fuck Fauci. That's so funny. Don't believe it all. And I'm like, shut up and play All Star, man. Who the fuck are you? Or Walking on the Sun. What else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Yeah. If you're an artist and you start trying to get all political and you've never ever fucking had a foot in the door of politics, just shut up. (laughs) You have no reason to be speaking. Unless you're Rage Against Machine. Only except. Anybody can talk about politics. Or have an idea I mean, of what punk. the fuck you're talking about, though. Yeah, I mean, punk rock was a whole. Don't genre just go of with what your crowd's gonna appreciate. Yeah, I mean, punk rock was a whole thing where they talk about politics, but they were a lot more serious than Smash Mouth. Kid was. Rock, he's a perfect example. Kid Rock is a crazy I you, example. I bet you he was a Sturges. of a dude that was all against the system and against you know conformity yeah. and bullshit, and he was about I'm from Detroit and shit. And then all of a sudden... I'm a redneck now, from the hood. Like, now, that was his whole thing. Yeah, and now he's a conservative guy that owns a trailer and fucking has a bunch of gold r- watches and gold shit. And very a bunch nice of, trailer, mind you. Very nice I've trailer. I've seen a picture. It's pretty so cool. The, it's pretty cool. Nice I've seen the, it, too. The trailer you and I would ever afford, probably. But I don't understand how you go from being like, my name is Kid Rock, I have one word to being like... Pussy. No, it's money. It's all money. Because he realized at a point he was becoming irrelevant. So he had to find another niche. It's the same thing that fucking, um, uh, fuck, uh, you know the guy from, uh, ah, oh, shit, I'm stoned. Ah, oh, I was gonna say Stevie Ray Vaughan, but I was like, what that is fuck? totally wrong. I'm gonna no. Be out of anger now. No. Ray Vaughan, no. 
Stranglehold. Who does Stranglehold? Nugent. Fucking Nugent. There it is. Please don't put C or No, no, I'm stoned. That was what I was just saying. But no, Ted Nugent did the same thing. He fucking realized he was out of fucking the cool scene. Also, a white guy from Detroit as well. He got into fucking a lot of guns and he got into a lot of right wing crazy conspiracy shit. He's also a white guy from Detroit, just like Kid Rock. But what the fuck is Detroit pumping in the water? Oh, don't ask, don't ask Flint, Michigan. Oh, oh, don't ask Flint, Michigan. Hey, you want to know other angry white guys from there? Fucking Eminem, Insane Clown Posse. And if you want to go to the original, Kiss, also got... Detroit Rock City. Yep, yep. And uh, MC5, which is a big punk band, one of the early punk bands. Like, there was a... also. Maybe we should just shut down Michigan. I... We should shut down Michigan. Also let's let's shut down Michigan. <laughs> we're gonna start a we're gonna start a movement to shut down Michigan. I'm sure people in Michigan. Nothing good us. comes out of Michigan. Oh, music wise, I mean Motown camp had a lot of good, a lot of good like Motown and funk came out of there. Yeah, they were like, "Come on, boys, you want to record a record? You only gotta give me half." Yeah. <laughs> Homies, homies, gonna steal all shit. ICP's a weird group too. Oh, Detroit weirdness. Like they probably the do have. Well, I bet they have some of the best like live concerts and shows with all their fans there. You okay, know, it's probably fun as fuck. And you're doing drugs. Yeah, of course. You're high on fucking some whatever, nitrous weird, or some, some shit. Some fat weird chick is sucking you off in a porta potty. Some, like, some fat chick's just showing you her tits, and you're just like, all right. And she's like, <laughs> want to do a porta potty? Like, why not? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't go to a porta potty at a fucking uh, ICP show, though. Oh, they're going to tip you over. That would have to be they the. They would tip you over. Well, it would have to be one of those things where it was like emergency. Like, I got a shit right now. I Or else. I'd. I'd I'd have to find a tree or something, bro. I'd have to find a tree or some shit. And it's like, if you were to go to the gathering of the juggalos, I don't think it'd be as big of a deal. Just go and take a shit behind a tree. I I love this juggalo conversation that I spawned. Yes. All right. What up, ninjas? Also, uh, shout out to uh, SNL for doing a very funny cover of a uh, ICP song called Miracles, which was a funny song that made it really big a while ago, but it was one of their last really big hits was called Miracles, and it's them just talking about science and life. But they were really silly about it because it's ICP for you. Sorry. Yeah, no, Sorry. you're good. But yeah, SNL did really funny. Just look up SNL Insane Clown Posse <coughs> Spoof of Miracles. <coughs> I think actually it's it's hilarious. And you remember uh, I was telling you about how on the bonfire they were talking about how ICP had did a movie, Big Money oh. Rustlers. Yeah, you told me the cowboy movie. Yeah, where, didn't you say where you watched Shaggy it? Two Dope is like the sheriff or something, and then what does Violent uh, J do? And Violent J is like the corrupted uh, town owner. He's like, this is my town, and yeah. you ain't going to have nothing have, in it. Have you seen this? 
Have you I've seen? watched like clips. Could we do this for a movie review in the future? Yeah, yeah. Next, next, future. next episode, folks. We'll watch Big Money Rustlers, the ICP Western uh, Western movie, movie. by Saint Cloud. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll we'll give you a thing on that because I've seen clips of it. I've never actually watched the whole movie. I heard about. It. I didn't know they had done it. I'm sure I know people that were messed out under a bridge. But it's just a weird. It's it, a weird so, yeah. movie with them in clown makeup and a couple of people. Doing weird characters like old western types. That's funny. It's like this is my girlfriend Jezebel. Jezebel. Yeah, and she's like a she's a clown for some reason. Or big tits, big titty clown. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna boost the air or whatever. Yeah, folks. So that'd be cool. But what was the uh, movie we had uh, watched the other day, Trevor? It was a Swiss Army Man. That story. is right. Daniel Radcliffe, who was formerly Harry Potter, and another gentleman who was also been he was in uh, there. Will, uh, there will be blood. He yes. was uh, Daniel. He was the preacher that got murdered. He was also yes. in uh, Little Miss Sunshine. He was the uh, colorblind brother that wanted to be a pilot and find and found out he was colorblind. Ah, I've not seen that. But yeah, a very uh, hardcore indie film. I won't yeah, be, very indie. I won't be too. That's a ne- great description of it, man. I won't be too negative because I'm trying to be Bob's person, but it was very indie <laughs> and it was a little out of our boundaries of like <coughs> comfortability, I guess. I guess. Indiness, and I'm a very. I'm I think a, there's a couple different kind of indie films, though. Like there are certain ones that you're like, whoa. Into that the was wild. A, into yeah. the wild. Have you seen that? Into the wild. Yeah. That was an indie film that, like... Was, whoa. Yeah, I loved very it. Cool. Very cool. It was cool. a badass movie with this guy who's like, I'm just going to be a traveling tramp. And just- I think that a lot of times when you do these indie films, people want to, like, push an envelope or they want to, like, a certain say agenda. something. Yeah, there's yeah. a certain agenda. Which I think movies should just say it without somebody having to force that. You know what I mean? Like, you should just feel the way you feel about a movie, and it shouldn't have to be implied. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I think this movie fucked up on. They were trying to push some weird points. <laughs> so let's go on about how he he initially finds the character of Daniel Ratcliffe. So the main character is what we at first assume is a stranded evergreen forested beach off the North Pacific Northwest. He's about to commit suicide off a mini cooler. He has rope tied starts singing a song off key he sees a, a dead body wash ashore he uh forgoes the forgoes trying to commit suicide but he slips starts choking with well the, he, he at first he hears the body fart yes he hears the body fart and then he uh the rope breaks so he doesn't die right then and there he tries to get off the cooler, but he slips and he starts to hang himself. <laughs> but the rope is shitty enough. It's old, water-worn rope, so it breaks. And because salt's very corrosive, so he's, it breaks, and he uh, finds the body. Yeah. And uh, he, from then and there, has adventures, and the dead body... Well, tell him tell how they got off the island. So the dead body, Daniel Radcliffe's character, and uh, what's his character? You remember his character's name? Manny. Manny, that's right. What's the other guy's name? I don't know. Okay, so Manny. I forget. <laughs> I do too. So, so they, uh, they, they start talking and realizing that they have 
that Manny has some superpowers and that he his fart is propulsive, so he rides <laughs> he him, rides like, a him like a jet ski off this coast to another portion. So you know, they're like, okay, he's just running around doing some wild. So he shit. rides him like a jet ski, Literally like a sea do. It's like it's to like, uh, to a fucking fo- a forest like area. Well, to another another part of the coast that's also redwood, where it's like it Evergreen really looks northwest. I promise you, they filmed it probably Northern California, Oregon, Oregon, or Washington, or maybe British Columbia because British yeah. Columbia also has that. So. A lot of a lot of looks like that. But Pacific Northwest. It looked northwest where, where he we're washed living, up. Where we're living right now. So what ends up happening? Is that he starts to look for civilization. He has a little bit of uh, battery on his phone. He has 10%, but he has no cell signal, so he can't quite make a call yet. True. Um, But he has to go and survive the night. So he finds himself a little cave. He finds some garbage that people had left behind, some things he can use. Uh, And then I guess he tries to start surviving in the fucking woods for a day or two. But he goes beyond that once he starts talking to the dead body, doesn't he? He does. So what happens when he starts talking to him, Trevor? Does he talk back? Yes, he talks back and they have conversations and then become friends. And from there, they actually become lovers. But here's the weird part, is that he's like retarded. He starts out like a child. He has to be taught everything. Manny's character. Yeah, the dead guy, Daniel The Radcliffe. dead guy that starts coming back to life starts from like a child and then progresses. Okay, so th- so I'm going to hit some highlights in this because we're dragging on. This right, dude has a dick it. compass. Magic okay. dancing dick, dick compass, compass that leads that him to where he's civilization. His arm can karate chop through there. He's, he's a wood chopper. He's a fucking axe. He also can uh, shoot things out of his mouth like rocks, like a gun. Yeah, he has a, a crazy grip like that can break wood and stuff. He also has the farting that can propul that can use propulsive like jet ski or other things. What ends up happening is they start to live somehow in this forested area, and they start to build a life around this fantasy of a girl. What we hadn't realized is that the character, the main character, has this girl that he's practically been stalking. <laughs> it's this girl in his phone. So that, that he rides the bus with. That he rides ride the bus with like a, a loser. <laughs> Sorry, folks. So Trevor just fun. gave me a look. I also ride the city bus. Shout out people like who ride loser. the city bus. <laughs> <laughs> but he ends up stalking or he had previously stalked this woman why he was there to kill himself I think he couldn't handle who he was but he wanted to live and he taught Manny all about this girl they built like a fake life in the woods together where he would come on this imaginary bus and Manny would pretend to talk to her they, they basically began to fall in love with their characters that they were playing in the woods so, cut to a short time later, there's a bear attack. Uh, uh, the One of the main characters is attacked by a bear, not the dead guy. <laughs> um, and then the dead guy somehow transports him to civilization. So, he walks this guy into a backyard. 
And it is the backyard of the woman that he had been pining over or stalking. And they meet her daughter. <laughs> yes. Then what happens, Trevor? And then uh, as they find them at, at the yard, um, the magic compass cock starts dancing around in front of the Scares child. a little girl. Scares a little girl. Gets immediately pedophile vibes immediately. And uh, at that point... The woman comes out. The woman comes out. And, and then, sees they're both injured. And, and then calls... Does she? She doesn't talk to Daniel to Manny because, well, I'll say in a moment. But she doesn't talk to Manny. She just talks to the other guy, and then you finally realize, like, okay, the other guy has actually been dead the whole time. It's all been the other guy's head. Yeah. So it was definitely like, like I see dead people, sort of shit. Well, what ends up happening is this is a really fucking weird movie. Daniel Ratcliffe did a good job playing a dead guy. A it's called Swiss guy. Army Men. So he on, on a away. scale one out of ten, it was a two. It was a very weird movie. I think it was a little out of our our two. Depth. But at the end, at the end, they're like, "Hey, at the end, your friend dad, is dead. You're crazy." Yeah, they they and he escapes and rides him like a jet ski, and then they get to the ocean, and then. Manny just farts his way like a jet ski well, off the Here's sunset. the other part that I never understood. The they dad smiling. Well, they were 10 feet from civilization the whole time. Yes. They... Yes, Okay, the so time. practically, folks... Maybe 100 feet, but they were just... Maybe 100 feet They were the edge of the woods backyard. right outside. This woman's backyard. Her backyard happened to be some redwoods right <laughs> on the ocean. Which, I've lived, I've lived in Humboldt County in, in that area. That is the case where... They red- did a lot of traveling to get to her house, but... When they eventually found all... So they chase... He steals the dead body. He runs down a ravine through the area where they had built all this fake bus shit and all this fucking fake love story shit. And then they see what he's built and they're all blown away by it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Really weird film, man. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. Very true. I could not figure out if they were gay lovers or if they were best friends it was, or it definitely made you question if they were or if this dude was even sane or the other dude was dead. So it was definitely some uh, homosexual necrophilia sort of themes activities yeah, the, the going end culminates on. Culminates in him farting in front of a bunch of people to prove that he is no longer afraid of being himself. And then the body comes back to life after not being... It's, it's, it's a whole fucking thing, folks. I'm not going to spend any more brain matter or, or airwave time talking about it. Fuck no that than, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Agreed. We'll, move, we'll come back with a better movie. We're going to watch yes. Big Money Rustlers. <laughs> that will probably be smoother. All right. Moving on. So. You want to do a... Uh, Current events. I can yeah, I got one. I got one that'll you stomp anything you got. All right, big guy. Go ahead. So today, unfortunately, I'm very sad to bring this news. At the age of 67, Ray Liotta is dead. Oh, the actor. From yeah, Goodfellas. from Goodfellas. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's been in other stuff, too. Yeah, he was in Goodfellas. He was in uh, Copland. That was a movie with Sylvester Stallone where yeah. he was a cop. And yeah, no, I've seen Copland. Yeah, he- there was a lot of movies where Ray Liotta... He was in Hannibal. I just got done watching Hannibal recently. He was yes, the guy yeah. who Hannibal... 
it fed his brain to him. <laughs> Ray Liotta died today. He was in 67. Yeah. Sorry about that, folks. That, that's a somber moment. He was a great actor, great man. Did yeah. a lot for the Italian community, I think. He's a famous a- actor. Italian-American actor. actor. Italian-American actor. Yeah, no, I like him Great actor. actor. Always played in some great roles. He had a lot of weird roles, uh, some movies he did, but he played in some amazing fucking yeah. movies. He's been acting. He, he will always be remembered in Goodfellas. He will never not be fucking remembered. Yeah, he's been acting since, <coughs> I think, since the 70s, so he's been around a long time. Yeah. Damn. So Ray Liotta has passed away today. R.I.P. Ray, Ray Liotta, man. I like that actor, man. He was awesome. It. Well, that just took a depressing turn. Not at all, folks. Death is just another part of life. Anyways. It's celebrated very heavily in the Mexican uh, tradition. Yeah. So why is socialism so popular, bud? Dr. Sanjay Gupta says... Dr. Souza. Dr. Souza. So I got one that's a little more lighthearted. A little more earthy, you could say. It'll uh, definitely flower up some good... Some good topics. Hey, we'll brighten let's, things up. Let's see what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, so I uh, I'm gonna talk about some. So we are in the Pacific Northwest. We're in Eugene, Oregon, and we're an hour east of Florence, which is on the coast. Yeah, and, and it's uh it's North Central Oregon. They got we're, a fucking casino. They got a casino, but we're we're yeah, we're at that point. You're just two hours south of the Oregon-Washington border, like Astoria, and all that. So, Florence is famous because they have some of the largest sand dunes in America, and I've actually went and seen them. They're amazing, and you can literally just camp or be like me, just be a poor motherfucker at the time that just staggered over there. They got a ride and just staggered through dunes like I did, and it just. It's, it's beautiful. Just gigantic dunes, ocean, forest service lands. So you can pretty much, if you find the right spot, you can camp for free. Sure. Camping for free is pretty dope. That's, which is what I did, and I found some spots up the forest road a little bit, too. Because I've, I've, I've had a camp in the forest a few times in the past, so... By the way, got to camp it, sometimes. Yes, yeah, you got to camp, folks. Go to the go to forest service land. It's cheaper. It's Please easier. be safe. Be safe. But yeah, as when we were shooting and shit, like that's areas I've had a camp before. It was just Forest Service land, but there there's areas out there you can go, and uh, out there, uh, which happened last week, was the uh, Rhododendron Festival. Rhododendron is a large, beautiful, usually reddish or purple flower. Very cool. There are a thousand twenty-four different. Species apparently. You know we're fans a, of flowers. Hell yeah! It's also in the heath family, which is a type of flower. All right. It is originally from Asia, but came over here. Okay. And there's a giant festival that happens. Yeah. Here once in a Florence, year. and it just happened last week. Oh, nice! And apparently it was 115th anniversary. It's the second oldest flower festival in Oregon. Oh yeah, rhododendrons. After the one in Portland and the uh, third oldest in the West Coast after the one in Pasadena. There's your weird Trevor fact, folks. Yeah. 
shit I just learned really fast. There you go. But yeah, it's it's a festival where you have they're celebrating all the flowers because it's in a temperate climate yeah. and they can along the Pacific Northwest there are flowers a lot of flowers in different communities that are grown because the climate's right for it. They can handle the salt. It's never too too hot or cold, but it gets cool and rainy and gets you know, gets I guess humid and warmish in the summertime. But I love how he's explaining weather. Yes, doing that. <laughs> Not exactly sober. All right. That's we, how we live our lives, folks. Not exactly much. sober. We get it done. So they uh, they they have it. They sell. They have like a farmers market. They sell flowers, obviously, but they also have a uh, queen and king of the coast sort of like beauty pageant thing. They do a five k roadie. Run. People dress up like flowers. I'm not sure, <laughs> but they also have a carnival. They also have a classic car show, the Roadie Classic Car Show and Shine. I bet it's a very fifty and above club. Oh, very much so. Yeah, it's we, it's, it's not like a bunch of young people are going out. No, to if you and I show if you and I show rolled up of a car, they'd be like, "What are you young fucks doing here?" We're here for the rhododendrons, bro. Crack a beer and shotgun it in front of them. Yeah! <laughs> and then we just whip out a rhododendron flower. What the fuck is up, plants? We're up for the flower uh, festival. And we start contest. smoking other flowers. Yeah, they'd be like, what are you doing here, damn hippies? It's okay. It's just what you think. <laughs> We're here to fuck shit up. <laughs> Hell yeah. But it's uh, along the coast there. All right, Trevor. All right, all right, all right. I got to cut him off, folks. Right. He, he does this sometimes. He just goes on and on and so on. So does Chris. He should really find a way to wrap a subject. So does Chris. All who right. Does, who does Chris? So does what? All right, what's yours, bud? What's mine? Yeah. It was quick and fast. Ray Liotta died. Yeah. This guy's been talking about weather, flowers, dunes. I've made people's lives right now, bud, all right? <laughs> Anywho, next subject. <laughs> um, old people humor. That's something I wrote down. Old people humor, huh? You and I both work Stay work off the work. grass, Sonny. Hey, you're a young, strong man. You might be a little tired, but I know you can move you this, You know who was probably a piece of shit neighbor? Who? Was that fucking... Uh, Oh, Mr. Wilson. Who the fuck was that kid? Dennis the Menace. Yeah, Dennis the Menace's neighbor. The old grumpy man that just hated everything. Imagine that just you're an old man in your retirement trying to relax and just, you know, not fight with your wife probably. And then you got this fucking neighbor kid that's just bullying you pretty much. That shit wouldn't fly today, man. That little kid would get canceled. (laughs) Honestly, that kid is a fucking bully, and his parents aren't doing anything about it. He just shows up every week in the newspaper with another sketch. <laughs> yeah, no, his parents definitely needed to beat him more. Not that I'm promoting. There's that. always a character like that, though, like a Bart Simpson character. Yeah, Bart Simpson character. Whereas in real life, I'm sure like Chris and I both can agree that if we were to act like that, some matter to Bart Simpson. There'd be a- Some kids need beatings, folks. Yes, and I definitely, when I was out of line, I was hit. We are pro beating your children. <laughs> to a degree. Just well, a little bit. Well, we are pro. Just a little we bit. Just pro- enough. Just enough. We are we, pro we were not both- leaving any specific marks. Yes. But, like, you and I, like, if we fucked up, like, all right, you want to play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. You know what I mean? Like, there was a certain point, like, oh, well, you're not going to eat this tonight, then. I guess... 
Well, I guess you're gonna. This is gonna happen, right? Oh, you're gonna get hit real quick, but you know, you were fucking up. Old people humor. Uh, bingo. Bingo's a funny one. I've heard old people talk about bingo. They also love to talk about the weather. There is an to awesome unproportioned amounts. They love to talk about the weather. Talk to old people about the weather. You will, you will get a lifelong conversation. There was an awesome episode of The Simpsons where I think Lisa was volunteering at a, the homeless or the homeless the fucking old, old folks home. home. Yeah, I saw that and with she you. She was playing bingo or she was calling out bingo, and one of the old people go. You sunk my battleship, and they all started to laugh. Yeah, I've seen, and then, I've uh, seen that. I they call out the next number, and he does it again, and yep. they all start to laugh, and it's because they're senile. <laughs> it's yep. hilarious. Senility's got to be a fucking hard thing to deal with. Alzheimer's, senility. Forgetting about who the fuck's everybody and who did what. And forgetting everyday things, like at a very progressive rate all the time. No, it's a thing. I've, I've been lucky enough that most of the time, the people in my life that get that old, they still to somewhat have their wits about them before they die. But, yeah, I, I've never had to experience that where somebody is, like, slowly fading and they just don't remember you. <laughs> That's got to be so difficult. I had that with my grandpa right before he died. Then. Yeah. Where they're just forgetting everything. I was there his last three days of his life. The yeah. Man, he's a World War II vet. Right. He was 93, and right. I was there the last three days of his life. I literally took a... I had to borrow some money to get out because I couldn't afford time. Took a plane ticket out there. Because he, he literally begged me. Like, he had a hard time talking, but yeah, he, was, he begged me to come out there right before he did. And yeah, it was hard to see him, like, not remember things or really be able to talk or move when, like, this motherfucker would literally be dropping trees and doing badass shit at the age of 80. Fucking bitches and punching cops. Yeah, this man was, like, he would literally, like, he would, even when he was... That's grandpa for you. He's always chopping trees, fucking bitches, and knocking out cops. Even when he was 80, the motherfucker would sit... Sit down in his Porsche that he built, and he would sit in his underwear, a cowboy hat, and an open beer. And, and then he would do go the, do some shit, and then he'd be like, Trevor, we're going to work on the tractor, we're going to like do some shit. And it, it, it would always be interesting. And he'd play polka music way too loud. He sounds also, like you had a good time. I that. loved it. He also had an underground illegal uh, barber shop, redneck barber shop. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you, in his barn, because in Minnesota state law, you couldn't have. An official, you couldn't have a business in a residence. What, in a residence, so he had this farm because he had been a barber for years since World years. War Two. He, yeah. he had been he had been a barber, and we well, also been a farmer. But the barber was like a side thing. A barber and a farmer and a farmer yeah. and a barber and a barber. The man farmer. did everything. <laughs> Dude was a badass. Ray, Wa- Ray, awesome. Ray Wagner's name, but. I remember one time the cops rolled up and he, him and all of his World War Two buddies and old Red Egg buddies were at the. We were over there and we had to like hide shit up real quick. He's like, Trevor, just throw some. We had to throw some drapes on. I had to sweep. Sh- I had to sweep shit. And he went out and bullshitted with them, and then they eventually left. But that was the thing because he'd been a barber and the city tr- ended up buying him out of this town he was in called Savage. 
Savage, Minnesota. That's pretty savage. Literally, his name uh, was Sa- the name was Sit Savage. You've been there a long time. They as want- the young kids would say, that's savage. But they bought up the area and tried to do some gentrification bullshit there. Yeah, of course. That's what always happens to an area. He was an old guy that wasn't making enough to, to stop what was happening. So they're like, oh, we can buy you out and we're going to build some fancier shit. Fuck you, old man. And that's what happened. Oh, yeah. Cabins. Says, you ain't standing in the way of my land development. I'm a big southern owner of land. I say, I say, this goddamn. I do declare, sir. Get off of my new land. This is the this is the this is the territory of go fuck yourself. These goddamn chicken hawks are gonna be flying around because the lazy hound dog ain't protecting what he needs to protect. Ain't another hound dog. Hound dog. man yeah we could uh also we could talk about how another local thing if you want what they got trevor's got a local news segment here so um chris and i for for a period last year but other periods too having to camp around but talking a lot of blood there was a yes you should see my arms but yeah but yeah I uh, did a lot of bleeding for that period. My finger's pretty cool now. But uh, a lot of tampons, folks. Oh, yeah. A lot of crying and cursing at, at God. But um, there's uh, these two large bum camps on, e- on the north and south end of town, pretty much. And they got closed about two months ago. And... It's very curious having to take the bus five days a week to work to my metal shop to the far west end of town. We're on the far east of town with the college and the hospital, University of Oregon. Point is, it's curious, like, what's happening to all these people? Where, where'd they go? Because I see a few of them, but, like... They moved along, man. They, they, where'd they, they go, though? They disproportionately will kick people out of some areas, and then they'll just spread around. Here's yes. my thing, is... They are gentrifying the area that we live in. We will not be able so, to afford this soon. Well, soon. what I'm saying is that the homeless issue in, in this particular city has always been bad. But it's what they're trying to do now. is they're trying to force them further west. Because the east, the further east you go into the Cascade Mountains. Exactly. So it's, it's, yeah, it's not really feasible because there are... There are no large cities the further east you go until you get to, like, literally Boise, Idaho, which is two to three hundred miles east of here. All right. Yeah, Trevor's got to pee, folks. He's got a tiny bladder. He's got the bladder the size of a peanut. I drank some alcohol. He's always saying that his urine is uncontrollable, but I think he can control it. (laughs) He's just got to believe in his dick. Believe in your dick. Believe in your dick. Believe in your dick. <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful day, folks. Sun's getting ready to set. It's been a nice day. It's a good day to be alive. Yeah. All right, Trevor. I'm about ready to wrap this one, man. What about you? Yeah, me too. All right. You gonna play us out here? Please. Out. All right, folks, here is Gorgeous George coming at you live. 
He's playing with his nipples. He's playing with his nipples. Yeah, drive my fingers. He's got to play with his nipples. He peed on his hands. Hell yeah. That's how he gets calluses. You got to piss on your hands. Saved it at the end. 